1: welcome everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean-Marie Farish and I am thrilled for you to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, Loving to Live Your Legacy with our amazing guest, Susie Briscoe from England. You know, many are searching for meaning and purpose in their lives with the desire to make a difference and leave their mark in the world. That helps us look forward with hope for generations to come. And during these times of reset and renewal, we have a fresh start for new opportunities. You know, Confucius quotes, wherever you go, go with all your heart. And as Gary Vaynerchuk quotes, please think about your legacy because you are writing it every day. So as we write our legacy, live from your heart and let your life speak to your true essence of love. And I believe that we will naturally love to live our legacy A sustainable legacy that lives on beyond our years and integrated not only in our lives but the lives of others. And our amazing guest, Susie Briscoe, will show us just how. She is an award-winning, best-selling author, author of Color Your Legacy, Life Change Specialist, founder and chair of Acer Coaching Associates International and Legacy Mentor. She will help you introduce you to your best self. And she quotes, Designing a business that you love around the lifestyle you want is one of the pillars on which I stand and mentor. That's awesome. And on that note, I welcome our amazing guest, Susie Briscoe, to our show and a hearty welcome to our guests from England. Welcome, Susie.
2: Oh, wow, Jean. Follow that is all I can say. It's so <laughs> lovely to be back with you. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, so I enjoyed our chat last time.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. You are a returning guest, and you know, I just had to have you on again because listeners really benefited from your message and you know, we uh, we go back a ways as co authors oh, yeah. as authentic messengers, and messengers in the book Life Sparks: Stories That Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite, and also our recent international bestseller, Be Love: A Conscious Shift to Birthing the Future. So, congratulations!
2: Absolutely, <laughs> but wasn't that magnificent? The way that came about, So soulful. soulful. We were all in Manzanilla.
1: Soulful connection and to to
2: really get together
1: and birth this book is truly amazing and this is really an example of how you know being spontaneous and we were all there in the spirit of love and receiving our international best-selling awards and then this you know majestic spiritual idea came about you know this uniting for this book and wow how amazing and it's become a bestseller be love a conscious shift for to birthing the future. So, Susie. Yes. When I I, as I, I think about myself, and I was always driven by a passion to, to help others, and even as a child, I found uh, the Peace Corps fascinating. <laughs> and right. of course, yes, yes, as a, as a child, when I would hear about the Peace Corps and I would read about it, I was like, wow, that's where I want to be. I want to travel all over the world and help people, and of course, I've had those opportunities. Yeah. Uh, but I've served in the field of rehabilitation throughout my life and, you know, uh, uh, realizing the stepping stones, the the encounters along the way, the spiritual guidance and how we are led along the way. And I was also, I must share, intrigued by radio hosts. And here I am. (laughs) Isn't
2: that wonderful? I'm very grateful that you were intrigued
1: by it because you're you're really good. Well, thank you so much. I'm truly grateful, but... Hey, enough about me. Tell us what inspired your work, mentoring for Legacy. And as a founder, chair, Acer Coaching Associates International, how did you
2: get there? Is there a personal story? Well, there's always a story. You always have to have a hook, don't you? (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) it's not sustainable. Stories get us there, don't they? (laughs) Well, it's just like when you're walking through your life, you don't think about it, especially when you're younger, you just sort of get up in the morning and go. and <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. But as you get a bit older, you get to be a bit more, hmm, what am I, yeah, what's all this about, you know? Yes. Isn't
1: it something how we ask those existential questions when we get through a certain point of our, our lives? Because I, I ask myself those questions, but carry on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I, I suddenly realized... I was in my mid-50s, probably, when I suddenly realized it's been quite an extraordinary life. Mm. I I went from being a yummy mummy, as the old-fashioned say. I don't know whether that's still terminology. (laughs) But, you know, when when you're feeling very good and everything is going sweet in your life and you're living a really happy time and you've got your family, you've got your husband, and everything was really good. And there were no problems. But life isn't like that in reality. You've got to have the ups and downs. Otherwise, where are you going to get your growth? Where are you going to get your challenges, yeah. which will make you grow, not just spiritually, but as a person as well? And and that's, you know, inevitably, life happens to all of us. And it, it, it just developed out of that. And I suddenly realized that... Every single thing that was happening to me, even if I was squirming in the moment of it happening and not being very happy, it just felt afterwards I realized what the learning was, and everything has brought me to where I am today. and mm. I'm not trying to say that I'm anywhere exceptional i'm just saying i'm in a very contented place yes and looking back over my life i can see that there is a pattern of an of a unseen hand if you will orchestrating
1: Mm -hmm. grace
2: (laughs) so you know it's (laughs) interesting
1: Mm -hmm. wow amazing yes
2: go on i want hey don't stop there i'm (laughs) i mean we're interested (laughs) okay (laughs) carry on Life was great and everything else. I met my wonderful husband and we had our lovely, lovely daughter and everything was sweet. And then suddenly things started to go wrong. In as much as the business went south, there was a depression all over the world and life wasn't as good as it used to be. And and that's when you really get to dig in deep to, to find out what you're really made of, to get your inner strengths and resources. And of course, it doesn't come easy when you lose everything. Mm-hmm. But you've got to keep on going, putting one foot in front of the other. And and because I was actually having a lot of trouble with my pregnancies, I had 10 miscarriages. Mm. And I, it was I, I was then introduced to Action Medical Research. And that really started me on this wonderful, magical carpet ride of getting involved and giving coming from a service a sense of service rather than what's in it for, for me yeah. and it's made such a difference to my life i can't even begin to explain it it's it's just it, when things are when you're helping people and you know that you're really making a difference the feeling is one of exquisite bliss almost I don't know, but for me, it's bliss, and I've learned so much and moved myself forward unwittingly on the back of doing all this, you know, helping other people.
1: Mm, that is so profound. I think about a time when I was going through some hard times, and, you know, I I. I volunteered at the children's hospital to get out of my own way. And boy, I was like, I served coffee (laughs) to all the parents in the children's hospital from floor to floor to floor. And I would greet parents coming in with their children. And, you know, and then sometimes I would uh, work, uh, go to the activity center and draw in the coloring books and put stars Aww. on the kids <laughs> and That's you know so it, nice. yes, it, but, it, but it was during a bad a, a bad time in my life and I was like hey get outside of myself and do something and wow I will come home just just enjoy and yeah. it really shifted my you know way of looking at things I mean when I would serve coffee to the parents and going, they, a lot of them, you know, been there for days and weeks in the dark rooms and trying to sleep and they said, thank you so much, thank you so much for this oh. coffee,
2: you know? Yeah, and, it's appreciation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you're doing something that's so simple for you, but it means so much to somebody else.
1: Exactly. So tell us about legacy. How do we define it? Because many people look at it as, okay, I,
2: this is something that happens
1: later on. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, you can say that, and I do understand because so much of our society is geared to thinking that it's something we leave behind us when we die.
3: Yes.
2: What we, in my humble opinion, we fail to recognize that it's what we're creating by the way we live our life, mm. how we interact with people on a daily basis. Mm. It, oh, it's that's like, beautiful. I <laughs> love. <laughs> Because we take those moments for granted, but carry on. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. you you know, if you're in a in a boat and you're crossing whether it's a pond, a lake, or a lock or the, the ocean, it doesn't matter. You're leaving a wake behind you. Mm-hmm. And that is really where I'm getting the feeling that our legacy is coming from us as we walk through life. It's how you've interacted, how you've conducted yourself the impression that people have when they've spoken with you. I don't mean that you're doing it wittingly. It's Mm -hmm. just being. You're just being yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you can be yourself in a more mindful way to help other people, I think that's a beautiful thing. And And Jean, when you were talking earlier, I could sense the bliss that you experienced when you were doing something so simple as handing over a cup of coffee. It doesn't take a lot to create... A good feeling with other people, when especially exactly. when they're the pain. Exactly.
1: You know, it's it's
2: simple, and it's the simple things.
1: don't wouldn't you agree that sometimes people think about legacy as some big building with your name on yeah. it, or some big awesome thing that you you know you're a millionaire or whatever, and now you can leave something behind or whatever. But to me, that was. I mean, if I look back, it's like, gosh, that was just so special. And out of that came the development of my Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels Incorporated organization. And I oh, wow. and I ended up getting grants to do uh, healing arts projects and cultural arts festivals for children, family, staff and caregivers at
2: no, the The hand unseen was was putting you through the discomfort of whatever was going on in your life at that time, in order to demonstrate and show you how you could be of service, and then get you to understand this is something you can actually do in a bigger way. And that's the point. And yes. you really made a difference with what you were doing to those people and then ongoing in taking it forward and making it a project of your own. I love that. You know, we're in a lot, lot of people, we're in crisis
1: in the world, <laughs> you know, and yeah. whether we, I think in, all of us have experienced trauma as a result of this and a lot of chaos. And of course, many have lost jobs, changed, you know, really rethinking. Uh, what's my vocation what what kind of lifestyle do I want and uh, legacy is not just about a job can you elaborate on
2: that yes I mean going back to what you said about people thinking that it's going to be something they leave at the end of their life it's going to be a library named after them a foundation of some kind a monument of some kind an airport even I mean your library, if you're a president, you're expected to have a foundation and a library and all sorts of other things. And it, it isn't, I don't believe that that's what it is, that it's handed out at the end of your life. Mm. I think it's the way you experience life on a daily basis. Mm. And it, it can be just as beautiful as the rich man building his edifice and having it opened by somebody's, you know, very important uh, and, th- and looking at it and saying, wow, this is what I've created. Well, yes, it's wonderful. And if it's a library, people will be really happy to go in there and discover and learn. But you can get the same kind of wisdom from if you were. Like in the olden days when people just had campsites, there weren't houses, and the tribes would be together and they'd sit around the fire and and just talk and get the oral tradition. Well, Mm -hmm. that is a legacy and that's Mm. something to be passed on.
1: Mm. Wow. So we're living it. Every moment, and I be said. and and I think your your focus. Be mindful of what we're creating, and we're always creating with our thoughts, with what we're doing. You know, it's like I never thought I would, you know, develop my uh, nonprofit organization and move forward with a uh, a project of that nature. It's just you know, just follow my heart, and so you never know. You know, it's not just set in stone, is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely, and yes. that actually—that is a wonderful pun because what we were talking about was buildings and stone and and monuments, and and it isn't, as you just said, it isn't set in stone.
1: I love it. Yeah, yeah, the memories we leave in people's hearts those are great legacies I just love that and I think we're up for a commercial break so don't go away we'll be right back with our amazing guest Susie Briscoe from England she is an award winning best selling author life change specialist founder of Acer Coaching Associates International Legacy Mentor and don't go away we'll be right back with more on loving to live your legacy
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
4: com or click the link on the Love Light show page.
5: Ascension Expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live streamed video events transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of mary magdalene for heart opening beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial visit ascensionlibrary.org Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to publishedmagazine.com. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love.
4: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at gene 72 farish at Yahoo.com. That's jean 72 farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. If you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Susie Briscoe from England. She is an award winning, best selling author life change specialist, founder of Acer Coaching Associates International, and legacy mentor on loving to live your legacy. And Susie, gosh, you just shared so many meaningful things in our first segment. And, you know, now, again, we're in this uh, reset period, a lot of changes, a lot of losses. Many people are searching for their purpose, their passion, and meaning in their life.
2: What do you recommend? Where, where do we start? It's such a good question. And when the world, I mean, who on earth would have thought when we were together in Mexico that the whole world would close its borders then? Nobody. And we were
1: on the cusp, you know, we, we were yeah. in,
2: we, we were right. Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. But um, life has changed so much for so many people. Mm-hmm. And I think what has come about, people may have decided that they've had to, to stay indoors or stay within their own environment, uh, with, you know, a garden if you're fortunate, or a balcony, or even a window box. Mm-hmm. And they've got back in touch with nature in, in a way. Gardening has increased in popularity. Yes. And I think it is that going back to nature that is a guide. And I also believe that a lot of people have decided because of this enforced stay-at-home policy that the stress isn't necessary we don't need to be pushing and driving ourselves so hard
3: yeah. stressing
2: to commute everywhere and yeah. you know, generally getting ourselves in a state it's we can do things in a quieter way I love and I it. think that is one benefit that has come out of legacy of uh, legacy out of covid <laughs> in that we've um we've we've learned to entertain ourselves more we've gone back in time almost to gardening and Mm -hmm. sewing knitting doing things with (laughs) our hands Giving things to
1: others, you know, if it's dropping off a card or dropping off some food to the neighbor, right? Or or visiting an elderly person or whatever. I had a
2: wonderful card from um, a friend over in America (coughs) today. It arrived today. Mm. And it was such a special message. She was Mm -hmm. just, I was so surprised because it came out of the blue. Now Mm -hmm. that really makes your day, your months even, to have something unexpected like that happen. But um, I was going to share something with you. I think people that have struggled to get to the top of the ladder because of COVID and they've had to sort of pull it all back, not able to get out and work and so forth. I think that they might be wondering whether they've put the ladder against the right tree or the right Mm
1: -hmm. wall. Mm -hmm.
2: Because when you've got to the top and there's nothing there but emptiness, and I think, <laughs> yeah, I think COVID has <laughs> highlighted mm-hmm. that when you're busy, 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 doing, 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 full mm-hmm. of business, mm-hmm. it covers up that there's an emptiness, there's an ache there mm-hmm. that isn't being nurtured. Yes. And I, I think that is possibly what's making people think more inwardly now mm-hmm. and reassess what they believe in. Mm. So, do they really need five cars? Do they really need two houses? Mm
5: -hmm. Do they have
2: to have five vacations a year or whatever it is? It's so not important. that People sometimes get to know the the price of everything, but the value of nothing.
1: Mm, I love that. You should coin that phrase.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And And that's really when I like people to come to me, when they've got they've they've realized that there's an emptiness there's an aching inside them Mm. that isn't being fulfilled by the material and I take them back to basics then Mm. and look at their values we look at the family beliefs and whether they still are relevant in their lives whether it was a school teacher telling you how to behave and do you still want to behave that way Mm -hmm. or or your parents telling you Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. any anybody in authority over you as a child they have a belief system that you have to work to. Yes. But when you get older, you you create your own belief system and it comes from trial and error. You know, you can believe one thing because you've been told it and then suddenly, wow, that's not right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something pops mm-hmm.
2: up and pops you on the nose and you mm-hmm. realize, well, that may work for somebody else, but it didn't work for me. What I've discovered in this last year I've been looking at Maslow's theory, you know, um, yes. the hierarchy of human needs. Mm-hmm. So and I've been putting that against the chakra system. Mm, that's interesting. Well, sure. I, yeah, I, I looked at chakras a lot when I was doing my first book. And I suddenly thought there's more to this. I've got to dig deeper. And... Uh, and that's what I've been doing this last year. And I think if you, the first five, no, the fifth one is the sho- the throat chakra. And I'm going to keep it simple and just work to the, s- the seven chakras that most people are familiar with.
1: This is good. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you've got your flight or fight reality when you're hunting and, you know, very first human beings, they had to learn how to protect themselves and decide whether it was worth standing at their ground and fighting for whatever it was, or whether they had to run. It was a great big lion coming at them and they really didn't stand a chance. So it's learning how to manage your state Mm -hmm. And then learning how to... The next state that you you require. So to start with, it's survival. And then... And a lot of that is based on fear as well. And I think fear still plays quite heavily into what motivates people today. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have a lion jump out from behind a bush at you, necessarily. I mean, maybe if you live in Kenya, I don't know. But basically... It's it's very unlikely to happen in the civilized, built-up, pedestrian
1: world. But it could be the news, hearing
2: information
1: (laughs) on the news that involves fear, you know, or whatever. But go ahead. Well, the
2: COVID, that spreads Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We tend to, we're talking a lot about the COVID, but I suppose it is so relevant now. But I, I just feel that if we can... Rise above ourselves and take a breath and decide, am I safe? Is anything bad going to happen to me in the next five minutes? And Mm -hmm. by and large, your state won't have changed. You'll be sitting in the same chair, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or you will be in your garden, in your home somewhere. And nothing will have changed. So then you can extend the time out. And by extending the time out piece by piece, nothing will have changed. And you manage that fear in a much better way because you realize, in fact, you're safe. Yes. But when Maslow gets to his, the fifth chakra, well, I say the fifth, is the top of his um, pyramid. He calls it self-actualization. Well, for me, I think that is relying on the third eye and the crown chakra, and then also the astral the astral gateway, which is our communion with um spirit. Mm, that's and, brilliant. I love it. Go ahead. and i I think that. He he, lumps all of those together, Maslow, in self-actualization. He didn't break it down. Now, I don't know how familiar he was with the chakra system. I wasn't alive with him, I don't know. But the chakra system has been around for millennia. And it's very, very prominent in Eastern culture. And I think we all recognize that the Eastern Way of life is a is a gentler way of life. You think of the people standing in parks, doing um, their exercises together. You know I Ching, or I can't remember what it's called, mm-hmm. but you know that sort of exercise. It's all very slow and deliberate and <coughs> carefully planned out. Nothing is rushed, or and yet everything is done in time. Yeah. It builds a confidence within yourself and a strength, I think. And I'm—I enjoyed researching that for my for my next book. But what I did discover in the course of that research, different people around the world are making a huge impact and leaving a legacy of their own, just by doing what they. What gives them pleasure? I mean, I, I found a couple over in Alabama, and they retired. Drewit uh, and and Honeybee, I think that's what their names from memory. And they decided they didn't like to see people going hungry. Mm. You know, the southern way of generosity and food yes. and gathering people together, and. I loved what they've done. They've opened a restaurant. Now, this is a restaurant with no menu and there (laughs) certainly isn't a price list. It's it's just, I know. So she's got her garden where she gets honeybee, where she gets all the vegetables or whatever. And she'll obviously, there's a market she'll go to. But basically, it's all locally sourced, which is so much healthier for us. And, um, she cooks whatever comes into her fancy and whatever she has to cook. So if she doesn't have collard greens today, well, then she'll make do with something else. Mix and match. And there is, you know, whatever is there, she will make something into a dish. And what happens is, you know, if you go into a voting booth and it's like a a little kiosk where you're you're on your own and you cast your vote. By the door of this restaurant... There's a similar sort of little booze and you have whatever is on offer, There, you know, whatever is there, everybody can partake. And at the end of your meal, you go into this little booze and instead of casting your vote, you can either contribute whatever you feel you have that you could afford, even if it's one cent or a hundred dollars, I mean, whatever you can afford. And you then, or sometimes people just leave a little thank you note, just say Mm, thank you. mm -hmm. And that is absolutely fine. And what has developed, from what I can judge, is that you've got all stratas of society. The food is so delicious. She's a very good cook. But the food is so delicious that all levels of society from the homeless and the people who haven't anything, can't afford to go out and buy their own food, to the people who have and enjoy what she's providing and the ambience of all eating together. Wow, beautiful. Isn't that a magical... That's beautiful. Gosh. When I was telling my daughter, she said, oh, I'd love to be able to do that. But, of course, in, in our world at the moment, you... They are retired, but I don't think it's, you call it retirement because they're busy, busy, busy all the time.
1: But they're enjoying what they're doing.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Their community enjoys what they offer, yes. which I think is so much more important. And the have-nots have.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. and I, I love. I love that. You know, many now are dealing with self-love and self-worth and even as a result of whatever personal challenges you know some people think well this happened to me I deserve this or they don't oh, love no, them no. so tell us how can courage how can people move into courage and confidence that impact building a legacy
2: slowly I think the
1: only yes. Is
2: yes because you don't jump in my life I didn't do things because I thought oh this will look good on you know, when I'm at the pearly gates and I'm talking to St. Peter, uh, <laughs> he'll be in it doesn't work like that. No, you it does not. Do. And um, there was a, a wonder, another wonderful story of this. She was a very poor farmer and she had children, but I think she had five children, but she had this terrible pain and lump in her stomach. And her name was Hicks. Um I can't remember. no, not Hicks, Lax. Something Lax, it'll come to me. I'm sorry I can't remember it in the moment. And she went to the only hospital that would deal with this was going back into the early fifties, sixties, to John Hopkins in Baltimore. And they would they would take Everybody, regardless of color, creed, skin, whatever. And um, she went there and they took some cells from her to see what was going on. And they discovered that she had this massive, massive tumor. There was nothing Mm. they could do for her. But they took the cells and they... Jessica, that was her name, Jessica Lacks. And she... They took her cells. She was too ill to understand what was happening. But instead of the cells dying in the Petri dish, which is what would normally happen, her cells lived mm. and continue to live from all of those 50, 60, 70 years ago to today. And because of that, that wonderful lady who knew nothing about her, the gift that she was giving the world has left almost, I think, the biggest legacy anyone could leave mm. to the world because she saved billions and billions of lives because they've managed to work out cures for different illnesses all because she walked into that hospital when she was feeling unwell and they took her cells and they didn't die in the Petri dish.
1: Wow, and what a gift. I know. What a gift. So, Legacy
2: comes in legacy. so
1: so many forms it comes in so many forms
2: and you know they 've made a film of her life. she was totally unaware of of what was happening mm. and mm-hmm. I mean in today 's world, probably there would have been questions and things taken to court well, if you 're making money out of this, why can't we have some of it or you know, but it what well, i 'm sure the family have been well looked after it in the meantime mm-hmm. but The film about her life, I haven't seen it yet. I only discovered that there was a film the other day and um, I'm looking forward to watching it.
1: Oh, Um, very.
2: The Immortality of Jessica... Okay. Hicks. Jessica Hicks. Oh, okay, I, I have to. The name.
1: I know our listeners really will be interested in looking that up, and so will I. Well, I think it's time for us to take a brief co- commercial break. And I think when we come back from commercial break, you're going to share some of those valuable tools that you use to help people begin again and discover their legacy. So I think we're going to take a brief commercial break so don't go away we'll be right back with more on loving to live your legacy with our amazing guest Susie Briscoe from England an international award winning best selling author author of Color Your Legacy life change specialist founder and chair of Acer Coaching Associates and Legacy Mentor don't go away we'll be right back
5: Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of mary magdalene for heart opening beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial visit ascensionlibrary.org Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today.
4: Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Jean-Marie consciouslovingcom That's Farish-Conscious consciouslovingcom Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page.
5: Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com.
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
4: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's gene 72 Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. If you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Susie Briscoe from England international award-winning, best-selling author, author of Color Your Legacy, the life change specialist, founder and chair of Acer Coaching International, and legacy mentor on Loving to Live Your Legacy. Susie, thank you for sharing um, that the um, how we can leave our legacy and, and serving the community, all that, that powerful information for listeners to be aware of and that we're always creating and living our legacy. So we have to be mindful of that. So can you tell us what are some practical tools that you use to help people uh, begin?
2: Yeah, it's fascinating, you know, when people start to reassess their lives, it takes more than a minute, because we're so used to the pressured world of modern life. So I try and take them back through basics, and we look at their values, but before the values, we look at the beliefs, I think I started to say that, I go off track, which is very bad of me, sorry, but... um, (laughs) We're spontaneous. So, Um, so once we get down to what their beliefs are, then we look at the values. And to get the values, we work through a values elicitation. And I ask the very, very simple questions What do you like to do? How do you like to spend your time? Why do you like to spend your time doing that? What does it bring you? If you like to see your friends, what is important about seeing your friends? What is the feeling you experience from going out? Why does that make you happy? What And going really deep, the why behind the why behind the why, and really dig down. And from that, people's values always fall out. And... We get, I mean, I've, well, how many? I think I got 80 or something from one chap when I was working with him. And I, this is a bit much, you know. I said, we 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 can't use all of these. We want to, so we put them into buckets, like, you know, like values, but that he was considering as different. We put them into a top, we chose a top value that would be, we'd put them into buckets, first of all, we'd group them. And then we would choose one of those that are in the bucket to represent the whole meaning of that particular bucket. And I suppose suitcase would be more appropriate because I'm going to take you to a, <laughs> a railway station in a minute with a suitcase. Um, and then once you've got them all sorted, then we evaluate which is the most important. And in my experience, people's values don't really change once you've got them, you've got them. They're yours. They're the important things that matter to you. And it, they may go up or down in the positioning of where they feature in what's important. Instead of being a, a top value, it might slide back to number three. A lot of people have love and freedom and that sort of an idea in their value list. Um Loyalty is one of my key ones. And I only found that out by complete surprise when um, I suddenly was feeling out of sorts with a particular event that had happened. And it was as though somebody had stamped on my toe. Well, if they'd had stamped on my toe, I would have known that was an ouch, you stamped on my toe. But it's just as painful if somebody hits one of your values, except Mm. it's not as visible you can't, unless you know your values, you can't really pinpoint why you're hurting. So it's it, that, I think, is why it's important to establish what the values are. And then you evaluate them. I, I take them to a, a train station virtually and say, right, you've got... All of these values in, in different suitcases, and we go through testing one against the other until you're going to miss the train. You've got to get on that train. Which one are you going to? Which suitcase are you taking with you? Mm. And that's how we work out. It's more complicated than that, and it's too mm-hmm. heavy to go into in this short space now. But it's a fun way of getting people to prioritize, and it does put them. It gets them to really see themselves clearly. And think what is important to them for the first time. So I think values is very important. And the other thing, I take people back when they've reached a kind of crisis or fork in the road, as Robert Frost would say. Um, I, I take them to look at a vision board, what really was important to them when they first started out on their working career as, a, as an adult, a, a young adult, and then growing and maturing through life with marriage and family and whatever it is that, that is in your life um, plan. Uh, and see whether that still is important to them and what what made it so exciting to begin with. And by using a vision board, it's really helpful to identify the linking it with the values elicitation and also funnily enough with the um, feng shui you know if you if you feng shui your house and you've got different corners of the house different areas of the house if you do that same vision onto the board onto your vision board then it makes sure that you're covering all your areas that are important your health, I think without your health, you've got nothing. That is something I'm always saying. Mm-hmm. And I, again, learn through bitter experience. If you don't have your, it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. If you cannot have a health, healthy life, then it's worth nothing to you. And we all know we can't take it with us. Yes. So again, it's coming back to basics. And... Um, I've got myself a bit lost in that thought, but it, it's very important to help you see your way forward. Mm. And people learn and, and experience things differently. Some people are very visual and some people are very auric. Um, what's the word? Hearing. They need to hear things rather more than have them put in front of them on a piece of paper. And somebody else needs to have tactile experiences to make them understand what's important. And I think um, using the vision board, we were working on one with a client recently, and um, this particular person wanted to go and retire to Hawaii. This was their absolute dream come true. And so we were talking, and it was in a group call, and... Somebody on the call offered up, well, you've got to go to Hawaii and get some sand. You've just simply got to get some sand and a little bit of seawater in a test tube, maybe, and put that on your vision board. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so magical where you're all sharing together. It's fun. And that's really what it should be about. It should be finding out about yourself, but having fun in the process.
1: Mm, Yeah, kind of exploring, right?
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, amazing. Now do you work with you work with groups uh, and uh, tell us about who you work with and how people can access you.
2: Well, I prefer if the truth be known, I prefer working one-on-one because mm-hmm. then you can really get down into the, the meat of what's going on in their life. Um but I have done groups and I will do groups, but my my treasured love is working individually with people. And um it's using tools like the vision board and the values elicitation and other things using other ways of building up confidence There are different exercises you can have for confidence boosting but what i would like to share with you is from my first book um color your legacy i put a workbook to go with it. Mm. People could download it. And I thought it might be interesting for your people, your listeners to actually have access to this book. And I'm going to read out, it's a a condensed uh, tiny cc um, URL. So you have to have http colon forward slash forward slash tiny dot cc slash Capital C, capital Y, capital L, and those stand for Colour Your Legacy. And then lowercase workbook. Altogether, no spaces. And I would be so happy if any of them would like to benefit from getting that. That would be wonderful. They can reach me on my website, which is asacoachingassociates.com. And also via LinkedIn and Facebook with Facebook, it's, it's facebook.com forward slash Susie Briscoe. And the Susie is spelt with an S, S-U-S-I-E, Briscoe. Wow. And then LinkedIn is linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Susie Briscoe. Wow. So there's lots of ways. And I really hope people will reach out because I love learning about different people's lives.
1: I think the workbook is excellent. That's what a, a generous gift, you know, so listeners can access that and really kind of move through that workbook and then connect with you uh, yeah. to, to learn more if they want to go deeper, it, right?
2: It would, the tools are there if they want to do it on their own.
1: Mm-hmm. However,
2: if they want to reach out and get some help, I'm here for them, it, whatever works for them.
1: Wow that is amazing and I know um, you are really involved in a lot of charitable endeavors for your legacy can you share a little bit about that?
2: yes I'd love to <laughs> um, I, I mean I'm just I'm, I was involved with action medical research because of because of my miscarriages and that started in 1973 and now I'm still involved and they have in well I am one of their um, ambassadors in an honorary capacity, and um, i in my books I share about the works that they do and I share about how it helped me and so i 'm still an ambassador ongoing with those all these fifty or well, yeah, fifty years later fifty some years later and um, then with I think without your health, you've got absolutely nothing. So that's why action is so important to me. They research medical issues and they've done very, very good work with COVID. Um, Done a lot of research into helping that vaccine come to life. Mm. And then after that, you need a home. I think that is one of the basics of, of life. A roof over your head. So I work with Church Housing Trust. I was with them as a trustee from 1980, to no, 1991 through to 2015. And when I retired from being a trustee, I was invited to become a patron, one of their patrons. And I could not believe it. So I'm very, very honored to be one of the patrons to this wonderful charity, Church Homeless Trust. Mm, yes, beautiful. And easily looked up on the web just put put that in and you'll find them and and the same with action medical research and then I I've got a a soft spot for animals you know there are no two ways about it I'm soft for cats and dogs particularly because they're domestic but when we had our bigger home I had um ducks and chicken and Mm -hmm. I wanted to get some pigs, but my husband said no, and I wanted to get a goat, and he said no. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, uh, you have the
1: animal charity.
2: Can you give us that name quickly so we can? The Battersea Dogs and Cats Home. Battersea Dogs and Cats Home. Okay. And they created a scholarship in my name, the Susie Briscoe Scholarship, which is awarded annually when I retired. I was with them from 1989 to 2016. Okay. And now there's a scholarship which I present every year, and it will be given in perpetuity. Well, thank I'm you. I'm very Susie. proud of that.
1: That is amazing. I am so grateful for you for being on the show today and sharing with us how to love living our legacy and about your charitable endeavors. Uh, You really make a difference in the world. Thank you so much for being on Love Light Today to help us realize how to naturally walk into our legacy. So thank you so
2: much. My pleasure, Jean, and thank you for having me.
1: Okay, so if you want to build your business on purpose and meaning, uh, and get clarity on how to create your legacy, take advantage of Susie's uh, generous offers, and you know, connect with her on Facebook and uh, her website. Visit the blog page of my website for your weekly love practice exercise www.jeanferrisjourney.com and you can share your insights about our love light shows and your love practice exercises. And you can also visit my website, Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, Center for Conscious Loving, LLC. Uh, Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making our show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Let's be mindful of our choices because we are always creating. Pay attention to what inspires you and build your legacy with clarity and confidence. Legacy is not leaving something for people, it's leaving something in people, as quoted by Peter Strappel. I'm Dr. Jean-Marie Ferris, your Love Light host, and I am thrilled for you to join us today and uh, remember that an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in.